These are the Casey Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Casey, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, everybody. It's time for another Casey Tapes segment. I'm John Hewlett, and I got my partner right here. Favaz. The mighty one. <laughs> yes. Hi, Johnny. Uh, and we're going to use another one of his interviews, and this one is from a band that we've already done. What, one member from? We did Vince Neil a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did we do Nikki we Six? Nope. Never have. I hope we don't. And I have him, too. We yeah, have I know him you on uh, the Hall of Fame induction. Okay. Well, Motley Crue's kind of in the news still following the, the, the movie release and all that, so we thought we'd go with Tommy Lee today. Yes, and Vince will be in town in about three weeks or so opening for Sammy. So uh, either way, it's Tommy Lee. It's a big deal. Um he came in the studio. This was uh, in the studio. It's on cassette. He was playing Pops that night. Uh, I think he had a new record. Yeah. And it was very unusual to have a big-time rock star come into the studio. You know, you, you back in the day, you used to have it all the time. Um, I don't even remember the year. This had to be around... I would say uh, 2000, 2001, yeah. and it just didn't happen as often. So when they said, hey, Tommy Lee's going to come in, I was like, hey, yeah, it's a big deal. And this was after the unveiling of his <laughs> junk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe this was after the sex tape with Pam Anderson. Who knows? We might even get into it here. I might, yeah. I might ask mm. him about it. Yeah. Do you remember um, how long he was in the studio? Or we're gonna just find no, it? I remember he was super cool. I yeah. mean, he was like Tommy. You know, he was total like like a kid almost, and um, just uh, he recorded some really good bumpers for me. I don't know if those are that, th- those wouldn't be on here. I, I don't think. Um, but it was uh, he was cool, man. It was Tommy Lee, so. All right. Here we go. It's on cassette. Let's roll it. Rock Radio, that's Van Halen, and he's here, big time. I, I, you know, we meet a lot of people here, but truly, there are only a few rock stars, and one of them, <laughs> <laughs> one of them is here right now signing some autographs. Tommy Lee, welcome to St. Louis. What's happening, bro? Good to see you, man. Nice to be here. When is the last time you were in St. Louis? Uh, Do you even remember? Did the Ozfest roll through here? In yes. 2000. That's what it was. We yes. were with uh, Methods, right? Yes. That wow. was the last time I was here. Methods and of just Mayhem. Just all the Motley Crue days, man. It seemed like you guys always... Yeah, Methods of Mayhem. You remember that, that band that he had? This isn't still him? He that, wasn't still in it at this time? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. Played in St. Louis right around Thanksgiving. Now, should we tell people that's a beer? Yeah. <laughs> but all the years, it seemed like Motley Crue always came right around Thanksgiving time. No, I didn't hear you it. You just popped a beer. Oh, wow. <laughs> kind of like when we had Ozzy in the studio one time. We had to set up an entire bar, bar for you Ozzy. You talked about that. Yeah. yeah. And he, I, I don't remember if he drank from it or not, but the, he supposedly was like uh, on the wagon at the time. But the, <laughs> just in case he wants a drink, like, can you bring in right. a bar? And here Tommy's opening a beer. I, you probably don't remember that, but no. I mean, it seems like every time I saw him, yeah, it was right um, around November. I remember coming, I, I don't know if it was this building in particular. We but used to be right next door. Okay, because I remember with the guys, we'd come over here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. You look good, man. Thanks, man. You look great. We're uh, going to talk about your show tonight. You came right in the beginning of when I have to start commercials. So That's cool. Is all right? Blast them. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk with Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's Favaz and uh, in the studio with me, Tommy Lee. Once again, welcome. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks so, for having me. So excited about having you here today, man. <laughs> uh, we're going to have some fun tonight. show is going to rock. Hell yeah. And, uh, we've been, we were just talking about how we've been playing the hell out of Hold Me Down. I know. Thank you guys so much. That's awesome. It's been months. It seems like months. It seems like it's been three months. 
I kind of remember that song. I kind of remember it, too. I'm looking to see uh, what, what year that came out. Hold Me Down. Hold yeah. Me Down. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a big smash or anything like that, but nope. it was a song we played for a little while that had a little bit of a, a catchy hook to it, I think. Um, um, uh, hold on here. First song, First Side, for some reason, pops in my mind. What? The album was never a dull moment, mm-hmm. and it came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. So this is the year. We, I was close to the year. A new single ready to, to, to bump soon. Cool. So the uh, CD is called Never a Dull Moment. Was that your choice, or did somebody go, hey, uh, that's your life, dude, it's he, never a dull he, moment? A very good friend of mine, um, his name is Viggy, he's also my production manager. We walk around saying that at all times, whether it's something really good that happened or something bad or whatever, we're like, God, never a dull moment, dude, ever. And he goes, and one day I think something something went down, and he goes, that's what you should call your record. I'm like, of course I should call it that. Perfect. Right. Done. That was it. No more discussions about it. It is perfect. Yeah. So what, awesome. made, you, what made you get rid of the methods uh, moniker? Um, just go with yourself. What's weird, because I started, I, we got done with the OzFest in 2000 in September. I got home, just kind of went right into my home studio, and I started writing, and it didn't sound like a Methods of Mayhem record. That's just, the, the music wasn't really going that way for some reason. Um, and, you know, in talking to my producer, I don't even know what that could mean. Well, Methods of Mayhem was more of a uh, a rappy kind of oh. sound. I think this was more rock, and of course... Yeah. No wonder I wasn't interested. <laughs> well, and the fact that we played the song tells me it's a rock song. It's not a, uh, it's not a rap song. Uh, he started hearing, you know, I was playing him some of the new stuff, and he goes, man, why don't you just call this what it is? And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He goes, why don't you just call it Tommy Lee? And I was like... I don't know, man. I'm trying to get this Methods of Mayhem thing off the ground. He goes, that's my point. He goes, my producer's name is Scott Humphrey. He said, that's my point exactly. He goes, you've been doing this for 20 plus years. Everybody, including my grandmother, knows who the hell Tommy Lee is. True. (laughs) Why would you... Why would you not use your name? I don't understand. Like, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And finally, like, I thought about it for about a month or so, and and I hate being wrong, and I, and I, I went up to him, and I went, you know what, Scott, I think you're right. Like, I, I kind of am throwing a whole lot of, you know, that's a lot of hard work and a lot of years of touring and making records and making a name for yourself, and then you go ahead and just kind of right. throw it away. It doesn't make much sense. So. Well, yeah. well, was it a conscious effort on your part when you did Methods and you wanted to stay away from your name? I mean, did you do that on purpose? I, yeah, I wanted to have, I always liked that name, and, yeah. it, and this was like my method of, just, you know, making Which, by the way, is not his real name. Well... Methods of Mayhem? No. Oh, Tommy Lee. Oh, what is his real name? Uh, it's a, something like, uh, it's a very simple name, very common name. It's like, why would you change it to Lee when it was when it was something just as simple? Here's something else i got to look up. And yeah. you know, Mayhem, he's got a huge <laughs> tattoo that says Mayhem across his uh, abs. Yeah. So yeah. that I'm sure that was prob- probably uh, yeah. part of the reason why. Yeah, you look up. It's a pretty simple name, very Thomas Lee Bass. Tom, yeah, Tommy Bass. Bass. Tommy Bass. Why, why Tommy Lee instead of Tommy Bass? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That too that you got right Yeah, there. that I create, you know, and it's like, I, I don't know, I really, I really dug that name. And I, What'd you say? I was just talking about the tattoo with him. Oh. I wanted to do that. And, and I, you know, I, I, people ask me, are you going to do another Methods record? And I, and I would love to just have an, another, like, a grip of guest stars, make a real crazy record, a real eclectic from track to track, and just have it like be a creative free for all, and just have it be a fun kind of a 
side project thing and then continue to do my own thing as well. Did you uh, think that you would piss off the longtime crew fans of people that are rock when you did methods, were you, was there some trepidation there to do that? I didn't think that I would, although I'm sure I you probably I probably did, you know, to a few of them because, uh, and I just I what what some of those fans don't understand is that, you know, when you do something for a long time and that's all you do, and you break off to go try something completely different, you're like a little kid in a candy store, man. You're like, okay, that's it. I'm doing some techno. I'm trying to do this hip hop track. I'm gonna bust out an industrial metal track. I'm doing it all because I'm such a big fan of so many different kinds of music right. that, like, creatively, man, I had to let that out. I had to get it out of my system. I was like, I was freaking out. And uh, so it was, you know, it was a, a creative experience for me. And, and I'm sure um, a lot of crew fans liked the record. Uh, the methods record and and some didn't so right you know can't please everybody can't please everybody I'm like man you know uh, you got to do what you got to do that's right we're talking to Tommy Lee he's in the studio he's playing at Pops tonight some tickets remain and we're going to set some people up here in just a little bit uh, but I thought it was really cool that on this record uh, it, on every single song are you on every instrument uh, yeah playing drums guitar and vocals yeah wow. Oh, that's, I didn't know he had that capability. I can't say that I remember that either. Yeah. I mean, I just knew. I mean, he's a great drummer. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, isn't it funny just how cool he sounds? He, he doesn't sound drunk yes. or stoned or, yeah. or anything. You figure somebody from Miley You know, Vince did, and he was on the phone. But uh, Tommy sounds really together here. Yeah. Although he's drinking a beer in the studio. Yeah. But no big deal. So how, how long did that take to do to lay all that stuff down? Um, I, I, I wrote it the album in about four months i worked from september of 2000 up until christmas and then uh, uh that's doing all the demos and the writing then probably about two months with my producer as we went and sort of refined everything you know like uh sometimes i'm not the best engineer in the world mm -hmm. but um i can i can you know you know work the computers enough to record everything and get it done get the ideas down and then we go back and we'd redo a guitar tone because it could have been better or re-sing the track or lay down the you know real drums so so what do you yeah. like playing best now i mean obviously you're one of the best drummers that's ever walked the face uh, here thanks, what, man. what's guitars now for you or i mean i like anything? everything bro it's like i, I don't there's i don't I don't really have a favorite. Like in the studio, I love putting the headphones on and crushing the drums. And then in the studio, I love singing too, and I love playing the guitar. It's all one big part of a, a really exciting, fun thing for me to do. I, really I don't remember singing coming off very well, though, for him. Uh, no. Just very generic, kind of like yeah. uh, a nondescript kind of singing I, I voice. I did just look up the sex tape because I had to know what year. It was stolen in 1995. Remember, that sex tape between him and Pam Anderson yeah. was stolen by somebody and then put out on the Internet. Right. So it happened, you know, the uh, I guess they filmed it in 95 or it was stolen in 95. Yeah. So it had been out. Hopefully you brought it up. Hopefully <laughs> I you know. I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'll find out. It all. I'll find it's a good out. record. And we're going to play higher right now? Yeah. All right. Let's That's do this. We open What's the show. this about? This one's just about bouncing, get, getting everybody jumping in the pit. This one's, We open the show with this, as a matter of fact. All right, you're going to see it tonight. It pops, and uh, two good... Uh, well, actually, I'm not familiar with the Flying Tigers so much, but... Oh, Head, really, really good band. Headstrong, we played Adriana, their their song that we had. Yeah. They, were, they were good. They're so, awesome, so too. A couple openers tonight, and you'll see Tommy hit it with this one. It's called Higher. It's Tommy Lee. It's on Casey. It's Real Rock. Casey 95 Real Rock Radio. That is called Higher. That is from Tommy Lee's uh, record. Never a dull moment. Tommy that sounds good. Awesome on the radio, dude. It does. That's heavy. It does. <laughs> Let's go to the phone. Let's uh, see if we got some callers. Hi, Casey. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's all right. You want to talk to Tommy? Wow. Oh, that'd be great. 
He can hear you. Go ahead. Hey, Tommy what, Lee. What's up, I'm maniac? <laughs> what's cracking? Oh, there you go. No stopping. Keep rocking. <laughs> Are you coming tonight? All right. You, hey, you kicking out with tickets? Yeah, you want to go? Yes, I do. What's your name? John Hickey. John, you'll be on the guest list plus one, all right, bro? Outstanding. Oh, Tommy said hickeys. I know about those. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Yeah, you got daughters. Yeah. Hey, Hickey. Hickey, yeah. Nice Hickey. name, bro. <laughs> I went to school with a girl named Candy Hooker. Candy Hooker, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they should have got together, those two. All right, John. We'll bring her. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll see you at the show tonight, all right? Yes, sir. All right, Thank bye-bye. You. See you, dude. Hi, Casey. Hey, I just wanted to ask Tommy, who's who are some of the musicians that he's got on tour that... Okay, wait a minute. You went to the phones. I the did. sex tape's coming up. Somebody's well, going to... Some caller's going to bring it Somebody will ask about it, yeah. Or not necessarily... I mean, I know he did most of the recording, so who's he got with him in the band? Good question. Oh, Go yeah, you know what, dude? Wait till you see my drummer. He is such a badass. His name's Will Hunt. He was... He was in this band called Scrape. Surprise, it wasn't Mike. Oh, hell. Yeah. Um, and my guitar player, his name's J3. Awesome, awesome guitar player and singer as well. So the two of us are singing a lot. Um, and Marty, my bass player from Methods of Mayhem, he's still there. So it's, cool. just, it's the four of us. Very cool, man. Yeah, I love the album, and I've been playing drums for 15 years, and I've been following you since the 80s, and I just I just love you, man. You're a real influence. I mean, I love talking to you. Awesome, man. Cool. That's frightening. You know, you're a real influence on me. Well, as a drummer, <laughs> oh, uh, as a drummer, well, but if you, if in that cut, lifestyle. Yeah, if you cut it off at that, all right, I get that. <laughs> Just looking out for humanity yes, here, folks. God. <laughs> Very cool. I'll do my best to get up to the show, man. Right, right on, dude. dude. All right. Thanks. All right. See you, bro. Bye. All right. And the caller hung up and mooned whoever he was in the room with. <laughs> so, man, so my question is, you know, you've got a great drummer. So if you think somebody's a great drummer, he's got to be pretty freaking he, good. Yeah, he. we had some drummer auditions, and uh, it was such a trippy, what a weird thing, man. I'm sitting there, and these guys are coming in, and I could tell they're just like, you know, really nervous and really jammed. Well, everybody's in awe of you, dude. And then I'm, I'm like, man, just have a good time, bro. Relax. Crush the drums. You know, I'm not I'm not hawkeyeing you. Just just play. Enjoy yourself. And uh, Will walked in, and he's just kind of like, not even nervous. Just walked in, and he sat down behind a kit. And once he started playing, I was like, okay, tell everybody else to go home because he just absolutely crushed. And he's also a big fan of my drumming. So when he plays, you can hear a lot of me in him. Cool. And he's got his own flavor, but... Um, it's per- he's the perfect guy because he plays a lot like I play, and I needed someone to do that while I was going out playing this stuff live, so it sounded like the record, and he kicks ass. So my question, though, is I, I was hoping you were going to play one or two songs behind the drums tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm working it into the show because there's this drum thing called Drums from Hell mm-hmm. on the Japanese import, um, and, and it's during the halfway point of the show where as my girl actually comes out and dances during it, it's just kind of... Oh, so you're tonight? Uh, uh, yeah. Cool. Oh, What's yeah. her name? I forgot. Maite. That's right. Ooh. Yeah. She's all, dude, what do you see her? <laughs> was, he, was he romantically involved with her? Maite? Yeah, you don't know. Well, I guess. He said it was his girlfriend, yeah. but I was like, how many No, he girl- didn't say girlfriend. He said my girl. Oh, same uh, difference. Okay. Um, how many since then is what I want to oh. know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at Will Hunt, uh, his his bio. That dude, not only did he play, he you know, Tommy said he played for a band called Scrape, but he was the touring drummer for Stained for a while. He played mm-hmm. with Evanescence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a guy that has uh, played with some big bands yep. over the years.
It's ridiculous. <laughs> the hell with you, man. I want to meet her. Okay. <laughs> you will. Yeah, she comes out and dances, and at that point, um, Will and I are trying to incorporate uh, this drum thing inside within all that. We just haven't been able to get it together. We've been so busy, and we sort of ran out of time during pre-production rehearsals, and if I can't do something really, really you know, right, I'm not going to do it at all. So we're trying to work it out during sound checks. And we'll, we'll There's probably so much you can do on the stage at Pops with a drum kit. Yeah, it's not that big. Of, uh, it's not real big. It's no. a great place to see people, but uh, yeah, put it together. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna play a crew song. Can you hang for just a little bit more? Hell yeah! All right, I, think. I, w- I want to play. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, I want to play uh, my favorite. Well, not my all-time favorite Molly Crew song, but certainly from Doctor Feelgood. Don't go away, mad. Just, just go, go yeah, away. Yeah, away. Good I love that too. Yeah, yeah. From Doctor Feelgood, it's it. crew on KC Real Rock. Oh, yeah. KC ninety five Real Rock yeah. Radio, Motley Crew right there. There's some classic crew right Man, there. That's great stuff. Bu- yeah, we bust out. Uh, yeah, what do you? Because I heard I, you were only going to do one song. Is, is I, that's I, can't, just, I can't tell you which okay. one because I don't want to wreck it for anybody who's coming to the show, but it rips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How funny is that? He he won't say, you know, what song they've been doing from the crew. Mm-hmm. Back then, I guess there was, you know, I mean, the Internet was around, but, yeah. you know, now you can just go up and look at playlists and see what somebody played last night. Right. You know, it's uh, yeah. kind of funny. Tommy Lee's here, and uh, just read a story that Nikki Six posted something on the Motley Crue site saying that uh, he's putting together a final retrospective CD thing that's going to go on. Is it news to you? I, I don't know anything I about it. I can't find the story about it, but it's supposed huh. to be something, and he, he left a very cryptic note at the end saying, will we ever get together? Time heals everything maybe time is the problem or something like that. It was kind of weird. What, wow. Are you guys nice to or is he, You know, I, I talk to him all the time. He lives, bro, literally around the corner from me. Yeah. I see him all the time. We talk all the time. Um, we're, su- we're best friends, man. We'll always be friends. So, always. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I have to ask you because if people want me to ask you, any somewhere down the road, do you see you guys? Maybe not everybody back together. I don't know what what's up with you and Vince. And everybody. Yeah, we don't get along at all. We're cordial to each other. Like I see him all the time. I saw him in Florida at this uh, golf uh, charity thing we did. Uh, I saw him in Vegas at the VH1 Divas thing, and I went down, sat, hang with him, talked to him, had a drink. You know, yeah. we're cordial, but. I don't know. For some reason, uh, we just don't get along that well. And not, and not that we we always didn't. I mean, we really did. But the last few years uh, that I was in that band, just, I don't know, something. I love the book. Something. God, God the book's crazy. The huh? book is the best. Man. I know. I read the Aerosmith one, too, and I thought yours was way better. It was just. That, that book is raw. It is. <laughs> it is great. If you want to read The Life of a Rock Star, read The Dirt. The Dirt. Yeah. For Miley Crew. Um, yeah. Well, so uh, are, are you, uh, you know what's funny, man? When all this stuff happened with you and Pam, I was like, oh, I feel sorry for the woman. But it seems like now she's kind of nuts, man. She is. <laughs> you know what? I, I think she's nuts. Yeah, she is. Uh, I'll go with you on that okay. one. I'll go with you on that one. <laughs> all right. Because people always come up and they're like, man, you know, you want to, you know, kick uh, kid, kid Rock's ass? And I'm like, no, man, when I see him, I'm going to give him a hug and tell him, thank, thank you, dude. You. Thank yeah. you. Wow. Thank you. Now you can deal with her. <laughs> David Coverdale was the same way about Tawny Katane. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then look what happened. You know, he was she's married to that baseball player. Yeah, and then I heard she'd she crap she beat the, Yeah, dude, that's with crazy. Her, with her, I know. Yeah. With her shoe. Who who was the baseball player? Do you um, remember? Yeah, he played for the Cardinals for a while. He was a pitcher. Um, uh, oh. Now i got to look her yeah, up. Yeah, it's only like maybe, what, maybe eight years or so ago. Well, this was no. This interview happened 17 years ago. No, I know, but I mean oh. the, the baseball players with the Cardinals. I think about eight years ago, ten, eight to ten years ago, maybe. 
Uh, Chuck Finley. Oh, that's who it yes. was. Yes. Chuck Finley. Good one, John. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a little, a little nuts, that woman. So, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, how long does this tour go out? How are you going to be? August 18th, we go till, and uh, then we take a little bit of a break. And right now, I'm not sure if we're going to Europe or we're going to jump on somebody else's tour and go back around the, the, the States again. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. But it goes till August 18th, the dates that are booked now. That's cool. You look like you're happy. I'm so stoked, bro. Yeah, I, ho- I hope you come down to the show tonight. I'm you, there. You'll no. see how happy no. I am. I'm there. I'm ecstatic. We're come having a blast. All right. So uh, well, I'm going to let you go because I know okay. you stuff to do. But uh, we're going to play Hold Me Down. Nice. Tell, we, we were talking to that phone caller about, you know, what Hold Me Down was about. Tell, oh, yeah. tell everybody what it was. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I didn't write the song about me. It's not. It's, it's not personal. A lot of people read right into the lyrics and they're like, "Oh, he's writing it about himself." And I, I just wrote it about the feeling of, of feeling trapped. And that could be in, in you know somebody in a relationship feeling trapped. It could be in your workplace. You're feeling trapped. You're trying to advance in your career, and and you're just you're just feeling you know held down. So I figured, you know what? That's a pretty cool thing to write about. I bet a lot of people experience this feeling of being of being trapped or being held down. And that's what I wrote about. Cool. It's yeah. a great song. You sound great on it. And I love the guitar when the guitar kicks in. We call it the shotgun blast. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what that is. <laughs> Tyler Lee, thanks for being nice. here today, brother. Thanks, bro. Oh, you know what? I, got, I had one more story to tell. Yeah. You called me on the air at Casey a few years ago. I guess when maybe Generation Swine came out. Yeah, I, I remember this. I, I guess I'm going to explain why he called. But now, now that I'm bringing it up. I, I remember why he he called me on the listener line. Yeah, nine six nine eleven eleven. Yes. Yeah. All right, go ahead. And it was funny. You called on the one eight hundred line, and you, I know you don't remember this, but I knew it was you because I could tell by your voice. And you said, "Hey, dude, this is Tommy Lee," and I went, "Wow, it is." <laughs> I was calling on the Illinois request line, so I'm like. What are you doing, man? He's like, well, I've been reading the uh, post on the website and they're saying that Casey's not playing our new record. And at that time, we're, I mean, we've always been real rock radio, but yeah. at that time we were in a different competition and we weren't as hard as we are now. Uh. And we weren't playing the new record. And here you called up to find out why. And you were like, yeah, K-Rock won't even play our record or, yeah. or something <laughs> back in whatever year that was. What, what, could, what year could have that been, 95? One was probably, uh, no, 97, 96. I can't remember. Yeah, but my memory's a little fuzzy with that one, I know, too. but it was so cool that I'm like, wow, he's calling the listener line. <laughs> <laughs> Find out why we're never playing our record. I'm like, man, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the program director. <laughs> but we were playing the hell out of this. Hold me down. Tommy, thanks for being here tonight. In fact, uh, why don't we take uh, two more names? Let's do two more names for our list, and uh, what are we going to do with the uh, CD thing? we do that separate? Yes. Okay, cool. right. we'll just take a bunch of names. If you want to go to the show tonight, see Tommy Lee at Pops, and get your ass kicked. Nice. Bring it on. Yeah. Take care of your Bring right it. <laughs> Tommy, thanks for being here, man. All right, y'all. Peace. So there you have it. Tommy yeah. Lee. Tommy Lee, uh, the Pam Anderson thing did come up. Not as in detail, as no. much as detail if I, as I was hoping for, but I'll... You'll I'll, take it. I'll take it, yeah. <laughs> so that night at uh, Pops was... Uh, I just remember it was a, a big time rock show. It was crowded. And any, I haven't been to Pops in a while. And for those that don't know, that are listening, you know, from out of the St. Louis area, Pops is a 24-hour open nightclub right by the strip club still to this day. Yeah. And that's the way it was back then. And it's it's a really cool place to see a show. Yeah. While he fits into that area. Yes, he does. I, I didn't expect him still to be on that stage. You would have thought he'd been in a little bigger facility than that. Uh, and it is, you know, it's intimate and it's cool and I get it. Yeah, but the fact that he's not doing any crew and he was doing his own thing, uh, who knows? I, I, you know, the pageant was open then. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's so. other places. But. 
Now, do I want to get do I want to get into this story? Oh yeah, something happened to Favaz that particular <laughs> night uh, uh, that he. Uh, John is just dying to hear about. Well, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the exact story off the mic. Yeah, uh, I uh, got into a uh, a threesome. For your, your one and only threesome in your life. No. Oh, no. No, it's not the only one. Hmm. But it was when I was uh, single and free, and, you know, uh, it was a buddy of mine and uh, this girl, and it was at her place. Shame. And uh, it was after the, the crew show, or it was after Tommy's show, because she, she went to that, and I took my buddy to the show, and uh, it was just one of those things that, that, that happened. I guess you know. she figured if she couldn't have Tommy Lee, she go with second best, <laughs> a mighty Favaz. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Mm. And uh, yeah, so that's one of those uh, memories that I have. That yeah, Tommy Lee was in town. Yeah, I had a threesome that night. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Added so, bonus here yeah, at the end of I, Ask me in person when you see me in person. I'll go into more detail <laughs> about what happened. But I and I don't want to use any names or anything like that. So. All right. That's it. Well, there you have show 30, episode 30 of the KC Tapes with Tommy Lee of Motley Crue. Thanks for listening. Hey, you can follow me on Twitter, at STLUman, and on Instagram, Johnny Hewlett. Instagram for me and Twitter, KC Guy, uh, Facebook, KC95, Favaz. All right. Adios, my, my friend. friend. What? <laughs> oh, hey. I guess you figured you were dirty enough already. I decided to be a clean boy this week. You're going to heaven. No. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.